Finders get a free 100% deposit bonus. On your first $50, it's free money. All you got to do is play through it in eight years, and you don't even have to do any research. Just watch the videos multiple times a week. Throw in these props and let the money roll. And got four of them for you today. Two from the Spurs game, two from the Houston game. And before you get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharp Tide channel so you know exactly when these videos come out. But let's get to the props. All right, my first prop is a two out of two rapid fire in the Spurs game. All right, so we got Dinwiddie going up against DeRozan here. Dinwiddie giving up 1.5 points here. And I don't care. I'm going with Dinwiddie. It is a good matchup for DeRozan, but the Spurs are also not great defensively. Dinwiddie has been absolutely crushing for the majority of the time that Kyrie's been out. And now he gets a matchup versus a bad defensive team in the Spurs. DeRozan, not really someone we can trust on, not really showing a huge ceiling. Has a decent floor of around 35. I haven't projected for around 35, 36. So Dinwiddie, who's probably going to get 40 plus here, I really like in this spot. Next up, Aldridge versus Jarrett Allen. Aldridge is giving up 3.5 points, and I think that's a little bit too low for LMA. I haven't projected close to 40 points here. Not really a guy that we can trust, but he has been crushing it recently. Brooklyn, fast-paced team, which benefits Aldridge. And on top of that, not a great defensive team versus big guys. So Aldridge should have a bit of a good game here. Have been projected over over 40. Allen, we don't really trust his minutes. Don't know what he's going to do. Outcomes is anywhere from 20 to 60 points here, but he ends on the lower in the majority of the time here. It's all about the minutes, and I don't know if he gets a whole lot of minutes here. So I'm rolling with Allen. All right, guys, next up, we got my second prop. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the same game. All right, so I already went through the first two parts of this. Dinwiddie and LMA, again, I think it's a great spot for both of them. Perfect matchups for them, and they're not giving up enough points here to justify going the other way here. So you get a nice little three or four point edge with both of these guys here. And I'm taking them next up. We have Jordan going up against Gay. Jordan's been playing very well recently. Going up against a not great defensive team in San Antonio. Gay, we don't know how many minutes he's going to end up playing on any given night. They generally throw him in a little bit more when they need his defense, but I don't think they're going to need it a whole lot here. Gay is probably going to end up in the low 20s here. Jordan could end up in the 30s, but probably going to end up in the high 20s here. Offers a nice little value, plus Jordan consistently gets a decent floor here. So you're getting the safety with Jordan while Gay is just a bit of a more upside play, but not really safe. So Jordan ends up taking this down way more often than he does it. I'm taking Jordan. All right, guys, next up, we have my third prop. It is a two out of two rapid fire in the Houston game. All right, we got Kawhi versus Harden. Yes, I know Harden has been absolutely fantastic all season long here. Haven't pegged for close to 60 points here around 55. Kawhi, though, getting 14.5 in a huge up pace matchup versus Houston. Houston doesn't play a whole lot of D. That's a perfect smash spot. For Kawhi, yes, George is in the game. Yes, they are pretty much at full strength here. And that does hinder him a little bit. But getting 14.5 points, plus Harden having to deal with either PG or Kawhi defense, probably for the majority of the game here, is not going to help out Harden. Westbrook's been playing well recently, which is also a little bit of a ding to Harden here. 14.5 points is way too much for me. I'm going with Kawhi. Next up, Westbrook versus George. Again, Westbrook's been getting fairly involved in this offense. Not the greatest matchup in the world for him. What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean 78904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is actually 550 in the East Coast, 250 in the West Coast, 450 Tennessee time, which of course that much time, of course, 
They were just time for the flagship show. It's called uh, Grunner's Life. It's sponsored by Yahoo today. And joining me today, uh, actually, you're a late replacement. You got, you got late swapped in. It's Van Gogh. What's going on, dude? Uh, uh, Grant is uh, out with a, uh, I think he's out seeing Star Wars or maybe Battlefield Earth or something like that for the seventh time. But uh, thanks for stepping in here, Van Gogh. Hey, we got news, man. Bruno Fernando starting. Get excited. I'm well. I would not get uh, whatever that that sound effect was there. As far as the, you have to have like different levels of air horns, and the Bruno Fernando air horn is the lowest level of air horn because I am not excited. About I mean, Bruno I got some Fernando. other ones, but uh, maybe uh, there's just like rubber duck one. Maybe we could rock that one later on for something. <laughs> uh, by the way, there's actually some news here on this with him. Sorry, right? Like Jabari's off the bench. Uh, we go Young, Herder, Reddish, Hunter, and uh, Fernando. So, uh, yeah, Jabari off the bench. That's a uh, usage for him that maybe he could soak up. And does that affect Alex Len a little too much? That's a guy we're going to talk about here. Do you worry about Alex Len now? Um, yeah, some, some conversations I have to have. I mean, obviously, you need some size against uh, the Stifle Tower on the other side, Rudy Gobert, uh, Utah versus Atlanta. But that is pretty interesting as far as the rotation. And Len, you know, Len, is, he's not priced up enough uh, where he, I mean, he's going to get his 20-ish minutes or so. In theory, Atlanta's rotations are kind of unpredictable. And you're talking about the usage of, uh, you know, a guy like Parker. And you're, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down. Why, why are we doing this game-by-game breakdown already? We didn't do the nonsense yet. It's a four-gamer angle. Why are you so, you're so ambitious? But I guess you asked the question, and I'll give the answer. Uh, well, the tricky thing is, is like Trey Young plays every minute. So like <laughs> he played 42 minutes in a blowout last game. And I don't know how consistent that's going to be. They got absolutely walloped at MSG. And he played, was it 41 or 42 minutes? And he was still out there. Yeah. yeah. He, he played 42, which was insane that he was in there at the end of the game. But yeah. Hey, listen, the Hawks got nothing to play for. So they're just getting people reps, I guess. Getting him reps? Like you think he doesn't get enough reps? <laughs> Trey Young doesn't get enough reps? Is that what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know, man. To be honest, I, I was baffled by it, and uh, it hurt my cash line, right? I didn't have Trey, and uh, you know, people were just jumping ahead of me with him, so it was frustrating. Was the secret chat not on Trey Young that day? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> oh, Kirk D's. Oh, man. Kirk D's found in pictures of me. This is bad. This is bad. Oh, do we have pool pictures of man going in the chat? What? Yeah, we were talking about this actually earlier today, and like this is going to turn poorly eventually. Yeah, this is going to get really bad. Listen, like I don't care about that picture, but I promise you, someone is going to post something they shouldn't post. And dude, that was I went. That's my friend Dave, man. Uh, we were we played chicken chicken fights, dude. We crushed it. Is that a view up top? I think you're you're up top, correct? Oh yeah, dude. That's me on top. Okay, and what are we, are we like 16, 17 there? How old are we in that picture? Uh, uh that probably fifteen there in that one. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared to know what's like. There's some. There's some worse pictures you can find. I think those are blocked. <laughs> but oh, this could be bad, man. This this could get ugly. We'll see throughout the show. Uh, hopefully, I survive. Hopefully, I don't get destroyed. Uh, we can just power through. This, of course, is in the Rotogrinders chat. We're still uh, we're still in detention to some degree. There's some wonkiness going over there in those YouTube screens. Hopefully that gets settled soon enough. Uh, also want to mention, uh, Mango, you know about rocking the RG badge? You know about it, right? Yeah, man. I'm rocking the RG badge. Uh, you know, the RG badge is good times, man. Talk to me about it. Do you know a guy? Did you get a premium for free or do you have to like keep binking and get you know, finished in the top 10 of a certain contest to get yourself uh, one month free premium? I assume you know a guy, right? You have some connections? Yeah, I got enough connections. I've, I made it work where I don't have to. But uh, if I did, I'd be rocking the RG badge because I want that free premium. Yeah, like so, free stuff. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? I'm all in on free. Uh, yeah, so if you finish in the top 10, don't even need to finish in the podium. Top 10 a certain contest. D-Train, our fabulous multitasking producer, he's all over it. He's dropping the link in chat for you guys if you're not aware of this point. You should be. And I presume everybody in chat, so they're probably sick of me talking about it. But, hey, we got to give the shout-outs, man, going. We got three people that recently signed up, and there's some more pictures popping up in chat as well. In my peripheral good times, I see Big T chilling at the, the pool. There you go. Uh, let's get the shout outs. We got uh, three easy ones to pronounce. I am thankful for that. We got McKinley 21. We got Johnny card show and we got beef stick savage. So thanks. Thanks for rocking the RG badge. Uh, there's not a lot of body parts today and it's a four gamer. This is kind of a relaxed show. We will probably almost definitely. Uh, what's oh, hold on a second. Kirkies <sighs> is having a lot of fun. Who is that? Do we know who that is in the chat? That That's Grant, dude. Oh, is it really? That's Grant, man. He's Without just- a beard? Yeah, dude, that's him without a beard. This is strange. He should have saved that for like a Grant show, you know. But that's. Are you sure that's Grant, dude? Who else do you think? Who else would it be? Well, what do you think it is? I don't know. Maybe it's like beers. Random... Like you think it's beer maker fans? Like it like twenty years ago? No, that's Grant, dude. How old do you think beer makers fan? I don't know. I just <laughs> I just threw out a number, man. But uh, yeah, that's def- that's a hundred percent Grant, man. All right. Well, I guess Kirk D says his lineup sets a four gamer. He's just relaxed too. 
Uh, our sponsor is Yahoo, and you can find Kirk Deese, I presume, over there on the Yahoo today because he, he does really well on that site. Um, all right, uh, body parts, you ready for it? It's not very long. Oh, I guess, sure. Yeah, it's not very long. I looked at him up before the show, and it's, uh, yeah, there's not a lot to talk about when it comes to the body parts. Yeah, Mike Conley uh, came back and he re-injured his leg, uh, so he's out for a while, or at least for tonight and probably the next several games or so. Jermichael Green still has a tailbone, so he is questionable. Uh, Kyle Kuzma's got that ankle, in his, so he's out. And then, then there's the brow, Anthony Davis, who, I don't know, uh, a good portion, uh, at least at least some strategy hinges upon it, him being in or out tonight. He's currently questionable. That is the second game. I believe it starts a half hour after lock, so in theory. What do you think, Mangone? Are we going to get that information? We should, right? Uh, I would hope so. We'll at least get an update, right? Like you hate when I give the update, but it's an update. It could be, hey, game time decision. Uh, you know, we don't have any real news, but it's an update. <laughs> Kirk D says we should make an RG calendar. What do you think? Is that like like like, like we're firemen or something like that? But, <laughs> It'd be but funny. But it's, no, yeah, not the most tip top. It's probably not the most. To... No one's no one's buying an RG calendar, man. Like no one. Uh... <laughs> Oh, dude, that, that I would be funny, but we're not making any sales off. What month would you claim if you can get your own month? Um, well, it depends, like what I'm doing, right? Is it like a picture of me in the winter time? Like, what are we doing? I have a gem you're of a you're photo. That, fight. <laughs> I have a gem. Well, I have a gem of a photo that is blocked. That would be great for the summer. Like, absolute gem. It's blocked though. My my friends can't get it. They've tried to get it, but I have that thing blocked. So. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to leave it to the, the imagination of the people out there, I suppose. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought you were going to say January. Isn't, isn't January where you, where you celebrate your own personal holiday? Oh, yeah, man. I have my own day in January, man. It's uh, National Travis Day. I just You wanted to talk about this on air? I just hang out and have a <laughs> song, man. Like, no it's a and It just sort of popped in my head, but we could say it for another day, I suppose. Dean, it's a great day, man. Everyone should listen. Everyone says it's your birthday, but with your birthday, Dean, you have to do all of these crappy things, man. People make it do, you know, oh, you gotta have a birthday cake or dinner. It's fun, it's nice, but you just want to have a day to treat yourself and do your own stuff, man. It's your own treat yourself day. So yeah, I, I do it in January. Travis Day, day. that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Devin, Devin is cracking up in the background. I'm not sure if he knows his microphone's on or he's just letting you know what you're saying is completely absurd, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, how much of a diva are you? How high maintenance is, is Mangone? I wouldn't think you, you'd be this high maintenance when you told me this once in private. And now we're just kind of revealing it publicly, I suppose. But I heard it on a TV show once. I I, I was on, uh, I forget what show it was on, but uh, like the one guy had his own day. I was like, that's a great idea, man. I'm going to do that. And it's just a way to treat myself, man. So yeah, I'm definitely in. What do you get? Like a spa, it's like a spa day, uh, uh, the manicure, pedicure. What, what do you do? It depends, man. You do what you want to do, man. You just do whatever you think is best. Like, that's all. I mean, I guess, yeah, I can do it every day. Like, that's kind of the beauty of what I do now. But uh, <laughs> Like, what are you this, doing anyway? You're this, was also, this was also designed night. in, like, this was designed in, like, a previous life where, like, I didn't have, like, this flexible lifestyle. Like, I worked, like, this sales job I hated. Like, it was designed in, like, a, when I was in college, I think I made it, too. You know, you're always busy doing a ton of crap. I was busy in college. I had, like, a ton of different internships. I was working tons of jobs. Uh, I wasn't on campus just uh, being a schlup like you at UCF, to, you know, going to games. How do you know I was a schlup? I don't know. I'm just assuming. <laughs> it's a big presumption. Partially probably true. Uh, you want to break it down game by game? You ready to dive in as far as this slate? Yeah, man. We can we can dive in. Uh, go Sixers Go says every day is uh, Go Sixers Go uh, 76 days. So, uh, yeah. yeah. He, he's treating himself every day. Sure. Why not? Like, what's the difference between Tuesday and Saturday to Mangone? It's basically the same. Uh, yeah, except uh, yeah, what's the difference? Uh, Tuesdays are NBA and Saturday is uh, getting ready for NFL. Uh, so there's, there's no there's, NBA on Saturday. You play NBA on Saturday. That's true. I'm playing. You play NBA every day, Dean. And why do you play NBA every day? So you don't have to play MLB. It's the motivation. Oh, well, I, I don't know why you hate baseball, but uh, that's yeah, a whole I don't. Other conversation. I don't hate it. I shouldn't say I hate MLB, but I hate MLB cash games. Tournaments are where it's at in MLB for sure. I'll definitely be playing a lot of those. We got the Hawks at home, two twenty four and a half. It's a total against the Utah Jazz. The Jazz are six point favorites here. Uh, Conley being out, so Ingles presumably will jump back in the rotation. Well, he was starting last game, too. I presume that O'Neal's going to jump back in the starting rotation. Uh, my favorite play in this game, I'll ask you, well, let me just throw it to you. You're the analyst. I'm the host. Uh, who's your favorite play on the Utah side? Uh, yeah, the favorite play on the Utah side, uh, it's might be Jingling Joe. It depends where you go. Uh, I just think the price tag is really nice on him. He's been the point guard. That up pace game against the Hawks is good. All the steals and blocks. It's probably Jingling Joe is my number one, I would say. And it's mainly because he's not, he's not necessarily a value player, right? He's not this 4,500 guy. But uh, a Rudy Gobert is a guy, if you're spending on him, like he's a spend up. 
Um, that's one of the things you have to worry about. And like Capella's in the same range, and I have to debate that. So that's why I kind of have Ingles as my one. Uh, I'll put Gobert as my number two, though. I think he's a phenomenal play here in this spot. We know how bad the Hawks are in the paint. Uh, we know there's tons of rebound opportunity. They get scored on a ton, and that's where Rudy Gobert will thrive. Uh, on top of that, like I'm not worried about Alex Len down low, right? There'll be probably tons of block opportunities. Uh, th- this is a really good spot for uh, Rudy Gobert, so he's probably my number two guy. I'm scrambling to pull up the expert survey today because I had a note in it as far as Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, one of my favorite plays in the slate uh, for multiple reasons. But, uh, hey, Van Gogh, do you know what team in the NBA, in the association, that gives up the most deals? What team is that? Uh, I'm assuming that's the Atlanta Hawks, and sounds about right because they turn the ball over a ton, I'm sure, and play at a fast pace. Do you know what team uh, gives up the most blocks in the association? I'm guessing that's the Atlanta Hawks again. It's not a trick question, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so I love the stock, uh, you know, stock perspective here as far as the Utah side, especially pops, you know, from a FanDuel or Yahoo's perspective where you get three points per. Uh, also, Atlanta scuffles with uh, rebounding the ball. Uh, so, like, just the double-doubles on layaway, the upside's massive as far as Gobert. Oh, hey, Mangone, I got another question for you. Uh, do you know what team gives up the most points in the paint in the association? Um, let me take a wild guess. I'm going to say it's the Atlanta Hawks. That's my final answer. Yeah. Uh, 77% of Rudy Gobert's uh, points. I think it's like, it's a hook to like 77.5% of his points come in the paint. Uh, like it just, it just, it's just a dream matchup for Rudy, Rudy Gobert, the, the Stifle Tower. He has two nicknames, doesn't he? What's the other one? Stifle Tower is one. You should know this. Get on top of this. This is very important stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I love him a good bit. Obviously we see Mitchell thrive in the absence of Conley as well, too. We know uh, – I don't know who's going to be guarding him. It, maybe yeah, Trey Young will get a piece from a Trey Young. Uh, last I checked, it was him and Isaiah Thomas battling for the worst DRPM defender in all of basketball. He's an absolute disaster uh, from the defensive perspective. That Atlanta team as a whole, uh, not very good defensively. Uh, you know, old man Vince Carter, he's awesome for like 44 years old, but also he's playing against like guys half his age. Uh, you mentioned Jingle and Joe. I think he's best on Fandle if you're shopping around. Uh, what, 5.6K on Fandle, 6K and DK is playable. Yahoo, he's 20 bucks, which is fine. I'm okay with that. If you need a Stow minimum play, a Royce O'Neal, minutes equal money. Not all minutes are created equal. His minutes are created poorly, 0.63, if you want to be precise. Fantasy points per minute, that's not good, Mangone. But if he's out there for like 30 minutes or so, and this Utah team is not deep. They don't have a very deep rotation at all. So he can play 28 to 32 minutes or so. Uh, like guys like Green and Moutier will come off the bench. But otherwise, there's really not much lurking on that Utah side. And then what about the Bogdanovich? He's a guy I just – I don't really get enough of, but, of course, he has those flash games where his shots drop and he can score 30 real-life points any given game. How do you feel about Bojan? Yeah, I think we have to like Bojan, right? I think he's in a pretty good spot overall. So uh, don't sleep on him completely. I think he's a really good play. I'm going to definitely get some tournament exposure. Uh, I want to have, like, you know, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Ingles, and Gobert. I, I want exposure to all those guys, like, in tournaments. So uh, I think there are strong plays. Bogdanovich may- mainly not a cash guy for me, but you-, you discussed it, right? There's opportunity for him to pop off here. So I think he's a good play. By the way, there's a, a link just dropped in the chat here uh, for a new t- a contest. So let's let's go ahead and sign up for this, and let's make sure we put a, a, a different team in there. <laughs> let's do something goofy. Let's do something different. Let's take down the chat, basically. They're challenging us. All what right, let's, let me chat? see. Maybe I'll jump on on this thing if I can. It's like uh, a buck. I think you can splurge. Uh, treat yourself. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's not National Travis Day, but, you know. Yeah, well, we'll treat ourselves. Uh, oh, I can't. It's not very difficult. You have entered the maximum number of games. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't play on that by. Oh, know. have you been blocked out? Have you been like uh, crushing too much? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, next time, I guess I'll join that one. <laughs> You've entered the maximum number of contests at a certain level. Well, I guess you got to sign up earlier today, I suppose. But I'm in there, and I played yesterday too. It didn't go well for your boy. I'll, I'll see if I can get in. Maybe I can cancel out of something, but probably not. That's the great thing about DFS, though, Mangone. It's a clean slate every single day. Who was it that got me? Oh, Kobe? Yeah, that didn't go well for me. Uh yeah. Oh, Kogi, that was not fun. Especially like everything lined up, right? Covington off the bench, Culver uh, out. It, it all lined up perfectly for the uh, Kogi train, but uh, that thing really crashed and burned. That Minnesota entire as a team was a kind of a disaster to some degree. They're asking, what do we get if they beat both of us? Uh, they get American dollars potentially. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got for you. We're not running an, an official contest. It's just it's kind of lurking there, and it's a four-game slate, and I figure, hey, let's go ahead and click on this. There's still 16 spots remaining, so have at it. Y'all Let's enjoy. See if I can get in. I'm, I, I think I got. I think I'm gonna be able to make this thing work. Well, <laughs> doing my All best. Right. Um, 
is there anything else that's worth mentioning as far as the Utah side? Again, every single starter is in play. Uh, Moutier seems a little bit ambitious. Yang seems a little bit ambitious. But if you're me, I suppose you want to play the angle of a blowout. And they're only six-point favorites. How about the Atlanta side? Uh, you know, Trey Young, it's hard to sort of figure out his minutes. Like, he is out there for blowouts sometimes. Obviously, the matchup's not particularly appealing, but they are projected to score 109 points, and he's their best scorer. Not even close, not even a conversation. And for a four-game slate tonight, Mango, like, all the studs are out on a four-gamer. We basically have the four – I think the four best teams of basketball are playing tonight. Is that fair to say? I think so. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. The four best teams are definitely playing. Uh, I mean, Late yeah, show, the two Lake, the two LA teams, Milwaukee and okay. uh, and uh, who, who am I missing? Wait, who's four? Uh, wait, hold on. Four is really up for debate, in my opinion. Are you? Oh are yeah, you but he's not playing tonight. Everybody, I guess Houston. Maybe. I mean, are you are you claiming it's Houston? I, I mean, the Sixers are in the conversation, kind of. Um, I guess well, yeah, the Heat just beat the them, best. so by rule, I think the Heat's better. That's how that works, right? Yeah, that, that's how it works, apparently. I guess you could say it's the four. I guess Houston does slide in there as the fourth best. but uh, It yeah, drops I mean, I off after three, let's say that. The three best teams are playing basketball tonight. Yeah, I just don't think it, like Houston matters. I think it's like it's, – it's obviously Clippers-Lakers are one and two, in my opinion, and I, I hope we get Western Conference Finals of that. And then, uh, yeah, Bucks are probably the one. But uh, I kind of think the Sixers might take them down. We'll see, right? We got some – we'll see what happens with, like, the trades and such. But uh, that defense can be stifling. So uh, I'm curious to see what kind of moves the Sixers can make. Holiday is gonna. Might, let's see where he ends up if he if he gets moved. That'll be interesting if he lands on a team that uh, that matters. But uh, yeah, three of the best teams. Not just that. I kind of buried the lead as far as the studs. You know, in four game slate, you got Giannis, you got LeBron, potentially Davis. Uh, you know, all the studs in the Houston LA game. But all right, we're talking about Atlanta. The, the point I was making is, I think Trey Young's going to be kind of lost on this slate because. There are other uh, studs. Uh, DK, other you think he gets lost in? Like, I think DK, he might get some ownership. At least it looked like he was. Is, is Jamino, what's he got over there on his end? I got to hit the refresh button, I suppose. But, uh, you know, uh, as far as <laughs> what we're looking at, as far as the ownership projections, obviously the ownership I'm seeing 25% are... on DK, um, which All right. uh, LeBron's corrected. 26%. Um, so I don't know. Like, Garrett Temple's 29. Like, I, I mean, he's definitely not getting lost on this slate. And again, it's only a four game slate, though. You can only get so lost on a four-gamer. It's all relative, right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm kind of looking at it right now. And, like, Murray is one of the guys I was looking at because I think he's too cheap. We'll talk about him soon enough. And, again, so those deals are it depends on where you're shopping. Uh, Dinwiddie's kind of fully priced, so it's hard to get there. And LeBron's a point guard, too. And especially if Davis sits out, that's that ownership's going to shift. I think LeBron will get a bunch more uh, shares. And then the aforementioned Mitchell uh, is going to be popular to some degree, too. He is kind of fully priced, but the matchup is, like we say, prime, especially – not just the matchup against Atlanta, but also the matchup without Conley. His rates obviously get a bump. Uh, so talk to me about Young and then all the crap pieces on Atlanta, which is not a lot of fun. Yeah, so I actually think Young is a really good play. Uh, you know, we, we look at Utah, right, and they can be a pain in the paint, but Trey Young doesn't care about that. Man, Shooter's going to shoot. He's going to fire from outside. So uh, I like him a lot. Obviously, the, the Jazz, too. They're, they're a team that I think you can attack with some three-point shooters. So I like him there. There's some numbers that show, too, against the pick and roll. Trey Young uh, and the Hawks can uh, exploit the Jazz a little bit. So I think he's a really good play. Also, on a site like a DraftKings, right, this this works in Trey Young's favor, right? You get the uh, extra .5 for the three-pointer. So, yeah, like Trey Young in this spot a little bit, think that he's a good play. I'm assuming Bruno Fernando becomes a very chalky option. Um, this slate's value hasn't been the greatest. Like there's more value in the mid tier per se that people are maybe looking at, but the, the cheap value, right? We don't have like those amazing plays. Uh, what do we have on Fernando's price? He was not in my player pool over on a DK, uh, before the game. So I don't know exactly his price tag. Let's see where we he's still minimum on DK three K. I presume he's probably $10 on Yahoo. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, I wanted to pull up his, uh, you know, you're not going to believe us, but I don't know his fantasy points per minute off the top of my head. So this is something I'm at the check. I'm going to pull. I think it's pretty good, right? He's like oddly has a pretty nice. I feel like he's decent. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's a decent fantasy point for a guy. He's Obviously. no Daniel Tice, uh, but he <laughs> call back to like last year's show when you brought that up for the first time, and, uh, you and big I'm just impressed. Guys. Despite the fact he's on your favorite team, you finally learned how to pronounce his name. Yeah, it's because you just say it to me so much. You get mad at me whenever I say Thice, but uh, <laughs> it's more fun to say it's more fun to say Thice, uh, you know, Thice, Thice, baby. You know what I mean? Well, it's Thice. So the H is silent. Fair enough. But what do you got here? Uh, you got the Bruno Fernando numbers for the people? Yeah, Bruno Fernando on the season in 306 minutes is averaging 0.87 fantasy points per minute. That's from a DK perspective. From a Yahoo Fandle perspective, he's averaging 0.85 for what it's worth. And you know, we always talk about it matters what site depending on a certain players. A skill set, and you mentioned Young, and we talked about this before. Like Young is so much better on DK 
because, you know, he makes more threes. He's more likely to get a double-double than others. And he also turns the ball over a good bit. And you get hit less on DK than you do on other sites. So, yeah, uh, I mean, that's listen, probably why he's popping on DK and not on Yahoo. Or, well, I don't know if he is popping on Yahoo. I don't want to speak out of turn uh, Yahoo or Fandle. But in my head, I don't think I'm playing him over there. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. On, on Fandle, he doesn't fit as well. But again, look, you have to play two point guards over there. But uh, the one thing I want to talk about with Fernando, and this is like a strategy thing, right? Like, you have to consider, like, it's tough because, like, you want to play Gobert and Capella, right? Those are both phenomenal plays today. But he's center eligible on a site like a DK. And even on Yahoo, if he's center eligible, yeah. uh, this kind of makes, like, let's say Fernando's a value that you want on Yahoo. I don't know if he will be uh, particularly, but let's just say he is. Um, you can't play both Gobert and Capella. Like, so that's going to cause some problems. So maybe playing a Gobert and Capella lineup is unique because again, people want to jam in the value plays. So uh, I think that's a worthy conversation to have and you have to make a decision between the two guys, which is tough. Uh, I'm there's a value to the roster spot. There's a value. There's an opportunity, opportunity cost to the position. But the other thing I'm going to say about Atlanta specifically, as far as their rotations, they can have guys starting and only playing like 17, 18, 19 minutes. They do that all the time. Like certain coaches are more predictable their the rotations. Yeah. And I'm not just going to assume that Fernando is now playing 30 minutes. Like, that's, a, that's a wild assumption, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm not assuming that either. But again, like, I don't love the value here. And, and the problem is, like, these sites priced a lot of these, like, studs down. And I want to get them in my lineups, right? So, and this is not, like, a way to do it. So, uh, I, I yeah. don't know. I think it's something you have to consider. And then if you're playing tournaments, you might look at that chalk and go, man, that's really bad chalk. And then you might look at an Alex Len pivot instead and say, oh, there's some leverage there. So, uh, lots of conversations that you can have and debates that you can have on that situation. Like I said, in cash games, I do think you're going to be playing a, a guy like a Fernando here in this spot. Uh, let's talk about Tawari Parker now. Wait, you mentioned cash games, Megan. What do you think of cash games tonight? Uh, yeah, that's a callback to a previous conversation we're having. <laughs> uh, cash games are like every single night, Dean. Uh, I'm going to be in them. I'm going to be playing them, and I'm hopefully going to be uh, crushing them. I'm not playing cash, uh, so I'm just, I'm just having fun with tournaments. No cash for me. How about that? Your boys in the the GPP waters. Uh, who would you want to talk about? Parker. His, his minutes have been falling back, for, you know, as is, for, for what it's worth. Uh, he hasn't been getting like 32, 33 of late. Uh, he can – he's – now the prices reflect that, right, depending on what you're looking at. He's 5.5K uh, on DK. On Yahoo, he's still 23, which is – I don't know. That I don't like that. On FanDuel, he's 5.3, I guess, but – I. I I don't know. I'm not really a Parker guy. Obviously, the matchup's not particularly appealing either. But he's also like he's not a guy that's going to help you win. But Atlanta doesn't really care about winning, and he's all he cares about your fantasy and because he cares about his fantasy points. He's a guy that can thrive in garbage time too. And does this mean like he's going to play potential garbage time? Not that this game's going to blow out, but I just like to have multiple routes. I don't know how to predict Atlanta's rotations because when they play that, uh, when they play Trey Young <laughs> down like 40 in, in MSG for 40 minutes, how how are we supposed to predict what they're going to do? Yeah, they're hard to predict what to do, and I think playing the ownership game in, in tournaments would make some sense. Uh, what do you kind of think about a guy like Jabari Parker? If, if he's not going to be owned now, do you think he's someone that's intriguing to look at? I mean, I'm probably not going to play him. I understand why people would, and we do get, like, peak Parker games. There's no reason to think this will be it. Nothing really points to that. Uh, you know, the, the DBA is actually not completely horrific as far as defense versus archetype matchup. I believe it's the uh, 11th worst matchup as far as we're looking at. Uh, if you look at just like straight position, it's actually one of the more uh, positive spots. The best place to get the Utah is through the small forward and the power forward if you buy that, but it's still not great. It's just slightly above average. Uh, terrible spot for centers. Point guard and shooting guard, not so positive either. Uh, no surprise. It's, Utah, Utah team's not as daunting as they have been in the past defensively, but they're still like not a team I want to pick on. Um, yeah, I just – I feel like I can go – I don't think I have to mess – much with the Atlanta nonsense. One of these guys will probably, you know, Reddish can do things. Uh, Herter, his minutes limit's gone. They might play 32, 33, 33 minutes, something like that, but he's super unreliable. Uh, they can run out 11 guys. They play a big rotation. I just can't get excited over it, but like somebody's going to get there and I can't say with a lot of confidence. I have other confidence in other spots, more confidence in other spots than I do with the Atlanta nonsense outside of Young. Yeah, I said, I think it's Trey Young. You're considering Bruno Fernando because he's cheap and starting. And then if you want to mix and match some of these guys, you could, but I'm I'm not down to. I will pass. Are we moving on? Another game? Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Lake Show, Milwaukee, 226 is the total. Milwaukee is a five-point favorite. Is this a potential? What are you laughing at? Is something going on in the chat? Or is that, your, is that the regular chat, the secret chat? What chat are you looking at? No, no, I was, I was laughing at something else. Just, just keep going. 
You're distracting me. I'm easily distracted. I know you're watching. You say you don't watch me. I'm flattered you're watching me here, Dean. Well, the beard and the hat, the combination is really doing something for me. There you go. I, you know, I still have that picture of you in the pool up, that's to be honest. But uh, there you go. yeah, so Milwaukee's a five point. Is this an Eastern Conference Finals preview? What do you think, Mango? And you're on the Sharp Side app. Is this something you'd wager on? East, you just said Eastern Conference Finals Whatever. preview. Whatever. The finals in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it could be the NBA Finals preview, possibly. Well, it would have to be, I suppose. Tonight, instead, it's the uh, TNT game of the night. It's the star, you know, they got the Star Wars graphics with the lightsabers because they're promoting oh. Star Wars. I don't know if you saw that pregame. I did but, not. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, this is a game that we're definitely like to watch. We're going to enjoy it a ton. Uh, obviously, like, uh, you know, Anthony Davis is obviously someone you have to love here in this spot. LeBron, all the guys, all the stars are out. Giannis, uh, how do we prioritize him, Dean? That's the real question here. Well, uh, assuming Davis plays, uh, right now my favorite my favorite guy is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like and I said, this is the expert survey as well, too. So I'm, I'm kind of buying time. I'm saying some words as I'm scrolling down. That I can get to actually what I want to say. But here's the deal with Giannis. Like the, the biggest knock you can have against him, I, despite the fact, okay, I guess you could say he's not a great shooter, right? So in, in a game of basketball, it's kind of important. Yeah, but, man, he, he needs to know how to shoot because if you can't shoot, Dean, it's a huge problem. Well, he overcomes that because he averages 1.88 FanDuel Yahoo points per minute and 1.96 DK points per minute. And it gets even better if you boot Bledsoe off the court. Of course, Bledsoe is hurt. It jumps all the way to 1.93 or 1.98, which that's, despite the fact you say he's terrible, that is the greatest uh, fantasy point player, permitted player in our league today. And despite the fact that people say he can't shoot, it looks funky, yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, he does everything. The thing is, they play too good. They crush everybody in Milwaukee. They also play at the fastest speed, but the fastest pace, which makes them appealing as far as an opponent. But they're also really good defensively. They're the second-best team in basketball when it comes to defensive efficiency, while being the most efficient, efficient team on offense. That's why they're blowing everybody out. That's why he only averages 31.1 minutes. My argument here, Mangone, I think he plays 33, 34, 35. Assuming there's no foul trouble, assuming this game is tight, it's on national TV. You know, they play an 82-game season. This game means more uh, this than, like, you know, a game in Phoenix on a lazy Tuesday. That's my thought process. Um, and, yeah, he's going to play 33, 34, 35 minutes tonight. And if you pump that up at like 1.9 fantasy points per minute, I understand it's not this great matchup against the Lakers, but, uh, you know, fade Giannis at your own discretion. Uh, in your cash game lineups, is he currently sitting there? You're kind of going back and forth. What's your thought process? Yeah, I think Giannis is a really strong cash game play. Definitely someone that you have to, uh, you know, have to consider here in this spot. Uh, listen, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Giannis here. He's someone that's a cash game play, despite he can't shoot right. But uh, he finally won you over. You used to hate on Giannis. Uh, yeah, he's won me some money this year. But um, yeah, I do think there's interesting, like, there's interesting pivots at the top, right, Dean? Like, it's not like Giannis uh, is on an island by himself and you just have to force him in. There's an expensive Harden that's going to be really low-owned that you can go to, and Harden can easily break a slate. So um, I think there's some merit in tournaments to consider fading based on that Giannis, he gets a lot of his production down in the paint, Dean. Uh, and and they the Lakers are really tough down low. I'm curious to see uh, Big T yeah. is clearly watching the show. Big T, are you, like, fading Giannis today? Like, I think it's a good tournament, like – uh, underweight or fade opportunity. I don't know how I'm approaching it on a site like Vandal. That's where I'm playing 50 lineups right now. And oh uh, w- with playing there, again, it's a small forward position, right? Like it's not the same like as a site like a DK or Yahoo. So um, I'm probably going to have some Giannis over there. But uh, I don't know. I'm curious what like someone like Big T is doing. I'm curious because uh, I think it's an interesting uh, – Well, you guys together used to hate Giannis, so I don't know if you guys are thinking the same thing. But Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. He's well. got the same thought process here on it. Yeah, he's, he, this is Big T right here. Giannis is going to get served tonight. Like, I don't disagree that Stop. this could happen. It, it could. It could, Dean. Don't uh... – He's going to get served like the post-game meal or something like that. He's going to be crushing tonight. Are you serious? All I know is if, if, if Giannis gets served, I'm going to be posting the uh, Righteous Gemstones gift along with Big T. But uh, I, I'm going to play Giannis. In, in have you even watched the Righteous Gemstones? You just like the gifts. I have watched it. I watched the the full thing, okay. and I was a huge fan. I told you about this. Well, you were awesome late on show. it. You were, I think we had to convince you to watch it. Did, did, you didn't you have were... to. Con- you didn't have to convince me to watch it. I just saw the gifts, and I said, you know, uh, <laughs> this looks like a good show. Uh, you know, and I talked with you. You you said, hey, like this is a good show. It's not like I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch that show. It's terrible. I just didn't know of its existence, and then I found out about it. Forty percent. You said Giannis. You want to fade that? I mean, look, I understand the world of salary. I, did, I didn't say I want to fade it, Dean. I said it's in the conversation to do right. And the reason why it's in the conversation is we have a guy like Harden who's going to go under. We have Anthony Davis, LeBron. All the stars are out tonight. We Dean. don't there officially have the opportunity for the record. Not just yet, unless what? he's in. I, I didn't hear an air horn. Is Davis officially in? 
Uh, I'm assuming he's in. Like, again, like you said, this is not like a lazy Tuesday night in Phoenix game, Dean. You'd assume he'd play, right? That's what you're well, trying to Well, he's legitimately hurt, though. Like, he, le- he legitimately has, like, a shoulder. And he's also, He's legitimately you know, had he's a fragile. shoulder all year, though, and he's been playing through it. So why do you think that he's just not going to play this game? I don't know. I mean, I think it was a new thing or it got kind of worse. We'll see. Stay tuned. Hopefully, we uh, know. I'm pulling up my tweet deck. I didn't have it up before. So uh, if I was out of the picture for a second, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm getting the tweet deck up so I could see it and we're good to go. If it pops up, I'll, I'll rock the ear horn out. Do we like any of the additional characters here? Uh, you know, Middleton or Sonia Yasova. I can't really like him so much. Lopez is really cheap uh, on DK and Fandle. I suppose you could play Lopez, but I'm not, I'm not enthused. I'm not excited. Uh, 16 bucks on Yahoo is fine as well, too. Uh, Hill and DiVincenzo and Connaughton, those guys all get a certain amount of time. Matthews, I'm not really in on. But DiVincenzo is probably my favorite of that group. Hill's another like veteran who might get a few extra minutes just because. like They don't push him necessarily. Maybe they give him like 25, 26 minutes here. But obviously it's not a great matchup here against the Lakers. And, of course, they're playing down in pace because they're always playing down in pace because they're the fastest team in all basketball. Uh, and if you look at like the, just the standard matchups, you know, Worst matchup for point guards, worst matchup for shooting guards, worst matchup for centers. Of course, Brooke Lopez is not a traditional center. That's why we look at the defense versus archetype matchup tool. And that's the seventh worst uh, matchup for what he, his skill set. Um, anybody besides Giannis on Milwaukee? Who's your second favorite buck? Oh, my second favorite buck. It's probably Middleton on DK at 6,300. He'd probably be the guy to consider. Um, Brooke Lopez has an intriguing price on Fanduel at 4,500 because uh, we know the Lakers are really good in the paint, right? So if they're really good in the paint, shooting three-pointers could be, uh, you know, a conversation to have. So, uh, yeah, like those two on those different sites, I think you can consider them. Uh, you you consider in uh, Mr. Cream City, Kyle Corverman from downtown? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I know you, you You have no interest in Kyle Corver. You just wanted to ask the question, and I respect the question. Yeah, I just so, want to ask it. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing Kyle Corver. just want to bring up Mr. Cream City. Yeah. Would you blow a kiss to Kyle Corver? Is that something you'd consider doing or not so much? I mean, he's, he's a beautiful man, but uh, I don't think I'd be doing it. Ashton Kutcher, doppelganger for sure. He could be a stunt double. Um, the problem with like playing uh, Brooke Lopez on Fandle is that means you're not playing Gobert and you're supposed to play Gobert over there, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the one problem, right? And Alex <laughs> Lennon was like a conversation, right? He was someone that was – he was a projection popper. By the way, Anthony Davis is on the court about an hour and 45 until tip-off getting loose with the assistant coach. So that is currently going on. I will drop the video in the chat for the people so they can watch that if they want. <laughs> and people are saying the chat's broken, so I don't know what to tell you. They're telling me to fix the chat. I'm on, I, I don't know how to fix the chat. It's all wonky on me. And once I get to a spot I want to read, it just kind of jumps on me. But, uh, you know, it's, join the Discord. <laughs> there you go, browsing endorsements. How's the YouTube chat going? If you're over on YouTube, give us that like and subscribe. Do we have Dude, that are you going? serious? Are you, are you mocking? Are you, being, are you having fun or do you not know that YouTube nah, we're, I, we're I in jail? I forgot it right happened. Now. I realized as I said it, I was like, oh, crap. There, there's issues over there. So complications. Yeah. Uh, RIP YouTube. Uh, we, we miss you. We're in something with the algorithm, something banked and like it, it's, we should be back on YouTube like in four or five days or so, five, you know, give or take, but uh, I don't know. We're going through the process. I forgot, man. You know, I'm going through the motions. I'm, I'm, I'm say, trying to give the promotions that uh, D train says, you know, to say the like and subscribe, but instead uh, I don't know. Share. I noticed you didn't want to read the names for the shout outs. You didn't want to talk about the RG badge, but that you want to talk about the one thing we can't, we're not supposed to, or there's no point in talking about because they don't exist. We're talking into like a black hole. I've gotten like 15 emails from Devin to, to, to mix that throughout the show. So uh, <laughs> I'm just, trying, just trying to remember to do it. You know what I mean? Well, the one time you remember, um, there you go. Oh, there's also a, you know, now that we're on the conversation, there was something I was supposed to mention. Uh, the college football bowl package is out there. It's 40 bucks, 40 smackers. If you want to get that for full access to projections and lineup HQ expert survey uh, tags, discord chat as well. Uh, there you go. UCF versus Marshall. That's a big one. That's going down, I think, this weekend. Not hey, man, hit up, hit up the college football. They're awesome. We got awesome stuff going on over there. Cards is doing, you know. Oh, you in, are you in on that? Because you did college football stuff. Yeah, I, I was hosting the shows and whatnot. Uh, our show's done, though. But we, we got other content going on there. I'm sure DB's doing a show, um, maybe, possibly. I Don't quote me on that. But they're doing, like, value rankings. And, and they're trying to hit, like, all the slates, right? They're not just mailing it in and saying, hey, we're doing the main slates only, and that's it. Uh, they're going to be giving you showdown stuff. So, uh, you know, don't. Don't uh, don't miss out on that. I think it's only forty dollars. Pretty good price tag and a nice little sweat over the holidays. Too. I just said all this. I'm just doing it again, man. I don't sweat to avoid your family members. <laughs> Is that something you want to do? We're not looking forward to Christmas. Oh man, my, my mom gave me the rundown of like what's going on, like the twenty third, the twenty fourth, twenty oh. fifth. Got a whole list of activities. You have an itinerary? 
I just kind of want to get the idea so I can plan my DFS life around it. That's you got I'm a syllabus. At. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Too much going on with the family stuff. Um, I just bought my nephew, my nephew, uh, a Fortnite characters or something. I don't know. It's some nonsense on eBay. And nice. You, it out you, there. Get a, you get him the action figures. He's going to like it. a wall. Like he's going to build, a, he's going to build like this, uh, you know, the wall, don't you think build walls in Fort? You know this, right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. build the walls, you go really high up. It's good. Yeah. I don't, by, you, by the way, Dean, I'm doing something that's like awful to do around the holidays. But uh, my uncle asked me, he said, what are you doing Saturday night at 1230? I said, 1230 PM. He goes, yeah, like in the Sunday or like AM. I said, yeah, in the Sunday. It's like, can you pick me up at the airport? So uh, I am has he not heard of Uber. Is he, is he aware of Uber or what? Um, I got to do it. I mean, I, listen, I'll probably be listening to like the print factory podcast with big T or bug T as the people are calling them in chat and hoop. Uh, I'll probably Why not our podcast. Podcast. You can't promote our podcast or you're promoting somebody else. Well, that's podcast. on Saturdays, Dean. I'm not listening. That's the first podcast you're supposed to listen to. Not the last podcast. So. It would also be really vain to listen to your own podcast. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be weird to listen yeah. to yourself, talk to but, yourself, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll be listening to a podcast uh, for NFL while I'm driving there after the games too, at least right after that three game slate that I'll be grinding all day long. I don't like your uncle just knowing that he's asking you to pick him up. Like he, he, he's, he, is he like an old person? He doesn't know what Uber is. No, he knows what it is, but I don't know, man, whatever. Spend some quality time. That's so man. passive aggressive. Spend some quality time. Airport. Smell the roses, right? That's not smelling of the roses. <laughs> You're using that phrase incorrectly. Uh, so Lakers, uh, let's say James is in. Um, let's say Davis is in. How does that affect James and the rest of the Lakers? I don't know. The chat's going crazy, man. I don't know. What, what is going on here? I don't know what's going on either. Uh, sorry. I'm going to ignore them right now. What, what, what were you talking about? Lake Show. Talk to me about the Lakers. We talked about oh, the Bucks. Yeah, let's talk about the Lakers. So um, I, I do have a question for you on the Lakers side of the ball. So I don't know how they're going to defend. Uh, actually, AD just started to warm up. We'll most likely find out his status with the ankle when he finishes the workout. Uh, Vogel's going to talk in a few minutes. So that news is coming here in probably five minutes or so. We'll break it when it comes. Uh, so this is a question I want to ask you about uh, Anthony Davis. Is he going to be is he going to be covering Brook Lopez on the outside? Because if he's not, and they're pulling Howard and McGee away from the basket, is that going to lead for more rebounding opportunities for a guy like Anthony Davis? I think that could help his upside a bit. So uh, yeah, I think he's kind of interesting. And again, they're going to need him in the paint against a guy like a Giannis, right? So um, yeah, I like AD. I think he's it's between him and LeBron, right? Who's your favorite Laker? Um, I think it's tough. Uh, it's a tough call, you know, pick whichever one you want. I'd probably lean LeBron because he's like the healthier guy, but, uh, Anthony Davis is a guy I definitely want to get exposure to. And I'm going to do my best to be overweight on both of these guys. If you want to play the site game, uh, LeBron averages more on DK and Anthony Davis averages more on Yahoo and, and Fandle. So there you go. If yeah. That's, where that, that's if a great to way that. to play it too. Like definitely can always approach it that way. So not, no problems there. But also, like, what if Davis misses a minute or two? What if he's not fully 100%? But if he's not 100%, why wouldn't you play him anyway? And maybe, like you said, maybe he hasn't been playing 100% all season long, and we've seen his results have been good anyway. So uh, who really knows? We're not privy to the uh, the doctor information there. Uh, the Bucks are very clear as far as how they give how they yield fantasy points. They clog up the, the middle. They don't give up a lot of fantasy points in the paint, I believe, or just points in general in the paint. I believe they give up the least amount of points in the paint. Uh, don't quote me on that, but that's the last I checked. Probably in the bottom five, at least in the family feud board, if nothing else, which doesn't help a guy uh, you know, like a McGee or doesn't help a guy like a Howard if you're considering those guys. Of course, they're less, much less appealing if Davis gives it a go. But I think Danny Green, if you're looking for a cheapie, he's probably going to be on the court a good bit, you know, a little bit more just to kind of ask for, uh, for defensive purposes, solid defender. But uh, the Bucks, what team yields the most three-pointers in all of basketball and all the association? That's the best way to get to him is you bang some threes and – you know, Danny Green can pop some threes. Rondo, he's having like his best season ever, I want to say. I know it's a small sample as far as making threes, as far as his percentage too. That's your boy as well too. I don't have to convince you on Rondo. Yeah, but, uh, I want to talk about Rondo a little bit. So if you look the Bucks, right, I don't know how long Eric Bledsoe has been out. Has it been two weeks? But that feels like an appropriate number to look at the two weeks DVA number we have on the defense first archetype tool over here on Roto-Grinders. Feels like a good tool to look at right now. And Rondo, uh, if you go up against the Bucks, they're 28th in the league here uh, so far against opposing point guards. That are He's like missed Rondo. two games, Bledsoe. Yeah, uh, but either way, it's, it's fair to note. So, um, yeah, I think this is a pretty good spot for Rondo. I think he's really cheap, and I think there's a lot of upside, right? He fits in these up-and-down pace games. On top of that, you talked about liking a guy like a Danny Green and these three-point shooters. Well, what does Rondo do, Dean? He, he passes the rock, and he's going to pass it to those three-point shooters, and he might take a couple shots. So, uh, yeah, I like this spot for uh, Rondo. I think he's a really strong tournament play. I could see that 40-point ceiling game from him. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely on the uh, Rondo train tonight. Uh, like him, like him a little bit in cash games, and I think in tournaments he's a, a really strong play. Anybody else you want to feature or talk about as far as the Lakers side? Uh, you said on the Lakers side, yeah, or anybody in this game? Yeah, um, 
I don't know. A lot of those cheapies, right? Like, I don't know what to do with the KCPs. And you mentioned Danny Green. He's perfectly fine. He's my favorite of that bunch of, like, Bradley, KCP, and all that. I think Danny Green's the best. Yeah, he'd be the best. Uh, What about the centers, right? McGee and Howard. Is it just not their night? It feels like it's just not their night, correct? Nope. Cross them out. Agree. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not messing with them right now. I'm going to do my best to kind of stay away. That's assuming Davis is playing, to be clear. Yeah, 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 exactly. If Davis is out, then yeah, you know what to do. Uh, we'll obviously fire on those guys, and you could play both of them together. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, and only if only if AD's out, obviously. But uh, we can move on to the next game, Dean. I'm good to go. Is the chat getting better? I just go. I just went over and jumped over there. I don't know, man. Sure my chat's working perfectly, but everyone says it's like on acid and they're freaking out. I don't know what's going on here. The uh, the most appealing, I'm sorry, at least appealing game of the slate, as far as I'm concerned, Brooklyn and San Antonio, two nineteen and a half is a total. San Antonio is a four point favorite. Um. You know, Murray is pretty interesting on DK. I like his price over there. We've seen his minutes jumping of late. We've seen his minutes kind of all over the place. His minutes restriction presumably is off. We've actually seen uh, Murray and White play side-by-side side this year, I believe, for the first time last game. Um, yeah, uh, he's sure. He's fine. Nobody's going to play DeRozan. Nobody's going to play Aldrich. far as I can tell, like this is my read. This game's basically lost in the slate. It's happening. Their lineup fillers, you know, if you have a – a certain number of salary left, and Tareem Prince is the best guy available. Sure, I guess you're playing, but you're not really seeking him out. You got Garrett Temple, who's got, like, a, I guess, a safe floor just because he gets there by playing 30 minutes or so, but not a good fantasy point-minute guy. I think he scored at least 19 in his last 10, but the ceiling isn't particularly high. And, of course, we know Dinwiddie keeps doing his thing, super consistent in the absence of Levert and Irving, but, you know, he's fully priced. Um, he's okay, I guess, if you're MMEing. Is he somebody you're considering? Is this game kind of like a meh to you? That's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, I don't love this game. This isn't one I'm all over. Uh, I think Murray is perfectly fine and in play. I'm not really loading up on DeRozan and Aldridge. If you want to sprinkle them in, I think it makes sense, right? The Nets aren't like awful against centers like they have been. There's worse teams against centers, but you can still attack them. So I think Aldridge is a good turn in play that people won't spend up for. Uh, Maybe he's like a differentiation play for you. But again, I'm not going to go crazy with him. Uh, Murray's probably my favorite spur. Uh, You know, uh, if he's getting 32 minutes, the spurs are basically a lock to win, uh, as they say, Dean, on Twitter.com. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Murray's a really good GPP play, uh, cash game play. And uh, yeah, I don't want to get too much spurs action. I'm not really excited about that. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Aldridge because, again, this is the DVA. If you trust the DVA, defense versus archetype matchup, uh, if you're going to call uh, Aldridge a versatile big, which I think is fair, he's kind of in between. You know, I suppose he's a versatile big. He's kind of a uh, – he's between a versatile big and a post big, right? Sure, let's call him that. Yeah. Uh, he – it's it's not a good matchup. You know, it's, they have what – it's the fifth worst matchup, fifth toughest matchup. They average uh, 17% less than the average against the field when you face Brooklyn, which is – a little bit surprising to me, but that's just kind of worth noting as far as – and, again, it's like 25, 30 games into the season. Uh, I think DeRozan actually had a good DVD. Yeah, matchup. DeRozan is actually good. By the way, Frank Vogel said the Lakers still don't know if Anthony Davis will play. That just came out, which is dumb. But uh, let's talk they about DeRozan. They know. Yeah, let's talk about DeRozan's DVA because I, I forgot this was actually pretty good, and I, I want to mention some stuff w- uh, within the uh, DVA uh, tool. And uh, I'm not pushing it just to be annoying. I actually like looking at I got it on the screen stuff. share if Devin wants to go ahead and show the people. Sure, why not? Yeah, pull that up. So the thing I'm going to mention is, so he's 26, right? Against scoring wings, Joe Harris, it's the 26 matchup. But scroll over, Dean. There's this thing called shots versus average, right? Oh. Um, I want you to sort versus shots versus average, right? I just and it'll, it'll show you the guys, right? And this is against like the average shots that the opponent lets up or like most opponents in the league let up. Like there's a big bump here for a guy's shot attempt. So you're going to see a bump for a guy like a Murray, a Mills, and a DeRozan. Uh, they're all getting really nice bumps. The Rosen's at 26.82%. So expect some shots to be funneled that way. And if a guy like the Rosen or Murray just get going, they're just going to keep firing. So I think this is a pretty good opportunity for those guys. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd probably mix in uh, a little bit of the Rosen. I, I, when I talked before, I was a little lower on him. But uh, looking at this more, I think it's probably a good idea to get some DeRozan if you want. But again, it's tough, man. It's a four-game slate. And we can't get exposure to everyone. Yeah, I mean, again, we kind of talk about what this is, you know, like we always say, like certain players are good against centers, certain players are good against forwards. This kind of breaks it down as far as labeling what those centers or forwards happen to be because certain centers do different things than other centers, i.e. like Rudy Gobert does different stuff than, say, a um, uh, well, whom, yeah, Brooke Lopez. There you go. That's the easy example. Those guys are both centers, but they both play completely different brands of basketball. Is it enough a sample size for you? We're at about, what, 28, 29 games. That's good enough for you as far as a – getting a peek what the DVA says. 
Yeah. Um, then Vogel says uh, he will check in with Anthony Davis after his pregame workout, uh, determine full play. So hopefully that comes here soon. Um, Kirk Gies is mentioning something interesting. Again, we can touch on with Aldridge. The Nets are the fifth best DVP um, in the league, right? But like for some reason against Aldridge, it's not, right? Because it's like the type of center he is. So that's something to look for tonight. Again, it is a really good spot from a DVP perspective, but from the archetype perspective, it's saying it's not as good. So something maybe to watch tonight while you're watching the game and just see how it uh, kind of shapes up and make your decision based on those the information we're giving, right? We're not saying that, oh, you know, you have to play it because of that or, or not play it because of that. But we're just providing the information for you there. So check, kind of check that out and compare, uh, you know, your stats uh, against each other. But how many minutes do we have for Mer- tonight i'm gonna to go ahead and pull up uh, see what we have here as far as i uh, have it in front of me we have him for 28 which is it could get higher than that so uh, i don't know i like murray i think he's definitely a good play to consider tonight that seems a little low that seems a little conservative yeah. but like it's certainly he can play 25 and it wouldn't surprise us right yeah let's talk about the net side of the ball because i don't like a ton here right i've been riding this dinwiddie train out and i've been a huge fan of him but sure uh, the problem with dinwiddie is i don't like this matchup for him and another guy's matchup i don't love but his price has gone down is jared allen right uh if you look at the dva tool it's uh you know the post bigs are ranked seventh here against the spurs uh but I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely a fan of Jared Allen in general. The price has gone down. You get him at 6,100 on a fan duel. I think DK, it went down a little bit. So I'm going back and forth on what to do with him. And he has a massive ceiling. Uh, how would you approach him? Dean? Yeah, you catch him on the right night as far as stocks. You catch him on the right night as far as, look, they play 48 minutes combined almost always with, depending on the outside of goofiness and randomness and blots, uh, you know, Jordan and Allen. And sometimes he plays 28 and sometimes he plays 20. If you catch him on a night where he plays 28 minutes, the stocks are going. Uh, yeah, for sure. He's super interesting. And I think you're talking FanDuel specific where he's egregiously called a, a power forward for whatever reason. Like, I'm not complaining about it. I'll take it because I'd rather have him in that pool as opposed to the center pool because you can only have one of those guys. And power forward some, night is a, some nights are a little bit rough. Uh, I have not built a lineup on FanDuel just yet, to be clear. I, I don't know if you have or not. Has he landed in your lineup? Uh, he's in the conversation, but the thing is like Fernando's a power forward over there. So I think that makes it easy just to go Davis and Fernando and call it a day. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's the thing. Alan was in the conversation before, which again, like he was a good play over there before. And now he's a, maybe a better tournament play because, uh, you know, people might not gravitate towards him as much, right. He might lose some ownership, but I don't got much else to say on this game. Dean, we should probably go to the other one. Cause I think that game's a really good one. Yeah, I had the, the lineup HQ up. I was going to show it off to the people in case they're not aware. And I had somebody sliding into my DMs and kind of asking about it as well. And lots of things on here. And we talk, we talk about the defense versus archetype matchup tool. And that's, that information is right here. It's all right here. And it's all on the same page. Uh, we have our rankings. Uh, this is our premium rankings as far as where guys rank dollar for dollar. And, well, depending on where you're looking, I'm seeing Murray as the number one ranked point guard. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the ownership percentage, of course, that gets more and more refined the closer and closer we get the lock. And then there's the fantasy points per minute. The, you mentioned the ceiling. We got the ceiling. We got the floor. The ceiling is the roof. You know, fantasy points per dollar. I don't know why I have just uh, the Spurs on here, but let's see. Who's the biggest fantasy points per dollar tonight, guy tonight? Who is it, Mango? And who do you have for me? Uh, the point per dollar guy? It's probably – point per dollar, it's probably Murray, right? I actually – this is the DK. It's Capella and Murray and then Mitchell. Oh, I thought you were just talking about the Spurs in general. Yeah, it's Capella. Yeah, I changed teams. Dollar guy. I, I love Capella tonight. Uh, we're moving on. You want to talk about the hammer? Yeah, man, this is this is the game to watch. Actually, one of my buddies is going courtside tonight. I, I'm, I'm going to look for him in the stands. Maybe he'll be blowing some kisses. Well, the, who who would he blow a kiss at tonight? Who's a, I guess, well, James Harden. We live in the world of a salary cap, so he's kind of sort of tricky. And, again, there's so many other studs. There's not a ton of, like, great obvious value that we certainly like. 235.5 is the total in this game. Big number. Of course, the Clippers are five-point favorites as well. Uh, Harden's great, but like you need like 70 points out of him to justify that roster spot. Um, he can get it for sure. And there's Westbrook as well, too. The aforementioned Capella, who seems a little bit too cheap on a site like DK. Uh, they run a pretty tight rotation as well, too, on that Houston side. I'm going to say in your one lineup and the optimal lineup, Harden's not in it because he's too much and there's good step downs along the way. Yeah, um, he's currently not in it right now, right? Um, yes. On both sites, actually, uh, on both the main sites. And I-, I could see myself maybe getting him more on Fandle than DK. DK, I just think, like, those studs just got these nice price decreases. But I obviously want to get Harden in. It'd be a good time. 
Sure. One of my concerns is like they have really good defensive players, right? Uh, they have Paul George, they have Kawhi Leonard, and we saw the Raptors, right? The Raptors, they really double teamed up on, uh, you know, double teamed a ton on uh, Harden and just try to make Westbrook beat them. And I wonder if the Clippers will end up doing that, right? With, with their defenders, maybe have like a Kawhi or a Paul George as the primary and then drag a guy over to kind of help out and then just push the ball to Westbrook. That's not a terrible route that I think you could go. Uh, and uh, if that happens, then Westbrook could obviously be intriguing. But my favorite rocket is Clint Capella easily. Uh, I think he's an amazing play over on DK. One of the best point per dollar plays. I'm definitely going to, I think I'm going to play him over Rudy Gobert, Dean. Is that crazy to think? Uh, on DK, he's a little cheaper, right? 200, which again, like, yeah. I mean, I know salary, the more salary cap, but it's not that much of a difference. Uh, what, what do you think of those two straight ups? I think that's kind of, I like them both. I, I really want Gobert, but I, I think, uh, I'm not going to say you're wrong. You know, I won't say you're wrong. Uh, I'm actually curious now. I'm going to pull up what the, see what the projections yeah, say. And- I also don't think you're wrong. If you're like, Hey, listen, I don't care about the 200 savings. Like I'm going to play Gobert Cause I think it's a better spot. I'm like, sure. Like go for it. But I, I like Capella a ton. Interesting because we have Capella and Gobert basically projected within a half a point of each other. Yeah. Uh, but the floor on Capella, listen to this, the floor on Capella 26, the ceiling at, at 62, 26, 62. Right, Gobert- what's the, what's Gobert's floor and ceiling? I'm sure it's, uh, that's what more- I'm getting. It's much more confined. Uh, so the, the floor is higher. The ceiling is lower 31 and 56. So, which I, I just, I agree with all that. That all makes sense. Oh yeah. That definitely makes a ton of sense. If you also look right, like the Clippers have been kind of getting beat up a little bit inside. Uh, if you look at this again, I'm pulling up the Roto Grinders uh, archetype tool. We got DV, uh, the DVA it's uh 26 here against, uh, you know, Zubak as a post big. If you look at some of the bumps they get right shots versus average an 18.9.4% bump, which is nice. Uh, rebounds versus average a 22.55% bump. Uh, you know, the, the three pointers go up for these kind of bigs at 75%, but that's kind of wonky, right? Like that's not something you're really looking for. So you can kind of ignore that. And even a usage bump for Capella, right? 8.94%. So, uh, yeah, at least I love this spot for Capella. I think we might see that ceiling game from him because the uh, Clippers haven't gotten beat up a little bit inside by some uh, big men. Yeah, so this is uh, the third meeting, I believe, of these teams uh, this year. Yeah, two previous matchups. Capella is averaging 14.5 points and 19.5 rebounds for what it's worth. A couple blocks, no steals. He's been pretty good against the Clippers. You mentioned against Zubak, but it's really against Harrell, right? Like it's against Zubak, but you know, he's just kind of the starter. Yeah, yeah, for certain. But again, it's just I mean, it's judging all those numbers with that baked in pretty much. It's sure. not like it's saying Zubak with, you know, 36 minutes or something crazy. What about Russ versus Beverly? I know you like your narratives. Beverly, like Torres Ace, like what did he? Some people blame yeah, him. Yeah, they for they hate each other, right? Like, the leg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, Beverly's too cheap, right? Let, let's kind of shift over to the Clippers side of the ball. Beverly is too cheap. He's someone I'm definitely gonna be playing, getting some exposure to. He's not even like my favorite clipper though. Uh, one of my favorite clippers here is Lou Williams. Uh, I, I like me some sweet Lou. Uh, we've seen the ladies in the crowd, uh, you know, fall, you know, get so excited over him, uh, licking their lips at Lou Williams. And I might be doing that tonight because I love Lou Williams. Uh, he's a top play here for me. Uh, again, if you look at he was this, in a throuple not too long ago. I'm not sure if that's still going on. Is that the correct term? I believe that's what it's called. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't looked. Feel free on to that. Google. But, but uh, uh, let, let me talk. Let's talk about Lou here uh, again. Like again, looking at the Roto Grinders uh, archetype tool. Shots versus average, uh, you know, Lou Williams gets a really nice shot bump and Lou Williams ain't afraid to shoot, right? This is a 27% bump in shots. Uh, it's also for three pointers. It's a 38.24%, uh, even gets a nice rebound bump, which is nice, uh, for, for a guy like Lou Williams on top of that, the assists they go up 28%. Like this thing just lines up perfectly for Lou Williams. He's only 5,500 on FanDuel. Dean, in my 50 lineups, I'm lock button and Lou Williams. He's one of Whoa, my Whoa, lock button. Really? Yeah, man, lock button season on Lou Williams. He is cheap over there at 5.5K. Um, yeah. And I don't think people, like, again, like the price tag is really nice, but uh, I don't think people want to play him as much because he hasn't been popping a ton lately, right? I was dealing off that injury. Well, he was so. injured. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe he gets more uh, Maybe he gets more overlooked than he should. Like I said, I, I love Lou Williams in this spot. And again, the, the DVA matchup, right? It's an amazing one. Uh, it's in the t- like high 20s. 20, uh, actually, it's 30, so it's the best one you can find. There you go. So, uh like that a ton. We got some Anthony Davis news though. Anthony Davis just wrapped up his ongoing regimen and is followed into the locker room. Uh, AD didn't seem limited, but we'll find out. Like, let's just say he's probably playing. Wasn't he like, in, like it, it was, I feel like we were on air a couple days ago about Davis. I think it was you and, uh, or somebody else, but when he, he was like not even dressed, like he was, or I guess he wasn't wearing a uniform or something like that. So this seems like a more positive. Uh, yeah, he was wearing street clothes. Uh, That's what that it was. was okay, a couple yeah. days ago. So he was dressed. Just yeah, not wearing. I mean, a, I'm like, operating in that he's playing. I think he's just going to be the guy in there and going to get action. 
I was pulling up my FanDuel rankings, and I, I uh, maybe I need to adjust that. I have Williams right now fourth, and that's probably a mistake. With uh, DeRozan ahead of him, Mitchell ahead of him, Middleton ahead of him as well. But uh, I don't disagree with your take. And Williams, we're getting him cheap, right, over there. And yeah, so, uh, what's his DK price? Reason. Did you just mention it, and I, I ignored you? No, I did not, but I actually have it in front of me. He's 5'9 on DK, 23 on Yahoo. Yeah, man, it's it's tough to ignore him. Like I said, uh, he he really pops here in this spot. And again, like uh, you can you can kind of attack with the uh, and it's a revenge narrative, right? The Lou Williams Montrez Harrell pick and roll revenge action. So yeah, the seventeenth revenge game. Yeah, man, dude. Everybody knows it. the seventeenth revenge game is always the most vengeful. Dean, man, uh, you know you gotta you gotta stick it to your ex every time, right? You know you, you just can't <laughs> let it go by. So uh, you know they're they're gonna stick it to him uh, like uh, like Lou Williams a lot. We didn't talk about Harold too much, but I think his price is or nice. Westbrook. Talk about Westbrook too because like he's in the mix. I hate him, man. Like uh, it's definitely bias, right? Like I haven't been on the right Westbrook games. Um, I wouldn't play Westbrook and Harden together, right? Like I'd make sure in your builds in the lineup HQ to, you know, separate those two from each other. I think that's the proper route to go. Um, and even like separating Westbrook from Capella maybe makes sense. Uh, I, I, I don't know though. I, I, I hate Westbrook. I'm trying not to play him today actively. I'm, I'm, I might even X him out of my FanDuel script. The problem is you have to play two point guards over there. So it's not that easy. Yeah. You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, uh, I probably shouldn't. But... <laughs> Kawhi versus Paul George. I just think Trey Young versus uh, Westbrook is a way better play. Like, I'd rather play Trey uh, at a similar. What about correlation, though? I'm told you have to play guys in certain games. Otherwise, Twitter gets very angry if you if you don't correlate and win. Yeah, that's very true. And I'm not going to ignore you, Dean. You said Paul George versus, uh, versus Kawhi. Kawhi. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have, like, a strong take on either. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely – I'm fine with it. I, I don't really care. I'm not playing those guys really today. So I don't really have this strong stance on either or. Person. Can we see a bump in minutes from those guys? Because that's the problem, right? Those guys, every once in a while, they get up to 34, 35. We saw earlier in the season. Supposedly Leonard has a knee. I don't know if I fully believe he has a knee. I'm not, you know, you've probably heard me say before, I don't think the Clippers care about the regular season. Uh, I guess they might care a little bit about this game. I just think so that the knee is think. like, I think that knee's more concerning than people think. But I, I, I could be absolutely. Maybe. Concerned. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was a fake knee. Maybe uh, it is, maybe it isn't, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. Anything else that's worth a note? Uh, we have a couple minutes before we step aside and make way for crunch time. I believe it's just a, it's the quiet storm tonight. It's just Roth and uh, and Andy because it's a four gamer. We can uh, venture over to the chat, see if the chat has some questions for us. We should have probably queued them a few minutes ago because we are on a bit of a delay and maybe they don't see us. And by the time they see us, we're going to step aside. But uh, if you want to give a hot take before we, we yield to the chat for a couple questions, what do you have for me, Mango? And what's going to, what's going to take things down tonight? Yeah, I mean, well, I told you, lock button Lou Williams. So we're going to say uh, you're going to see the game of the night for Lou Williams, man. He goes for, let's say Lou Williams goes for 50 real-life points, man. Lou Williams, oh, come on. I mean, that's – Lou, yeah. come, don't come on me, man, Dean. We're going to get. We're gonna run this thing back. People are going to see this tomorrow all over Twitter. Lou Williams gets 50 real-life points. He drops all of the buckets tonight. Yeah, the one time I think it was Chop who said something completely egregious and it happened that worked out for him. So good for him. And they victory lapped that on Twitter. And I looked like a complete schmuck because I was like, there's no way that's going to happen. I was trying to like bring some levity and some logic to the situation. But I did ask for a hot take and you know the hot take did play out. Uh, give me your favorite game stack. You're going to stack a game up. What do you like? Yeah, if I'm going to stack a game up, it, it's probably this game, the, the late night hammer game. It's just my favorite, right? Uh, it's the one to go to. It's got one of the higher totals. And it's kind of tough to stack up the Lakers Milwaukee game a little bit. Cause like you're jamming all these studs and then you have to play some duds, like some Kyle Corvers of the world. Right. And that's just pretty ugly. Well, I thought you like Kyle Corvers earlier in the show. <laughs> you <laughs> no, gave him, no. you gave him some, some people give him some love. Yeah. 39 no. year old Kyle Corver. Good for him for uh, keep getting those checks. Um, but it's the 137th national TV game for Rondo. Does that factor into your play for you? Or oh not? man. I love some national TV Rondo in my FanDuel scripting. They'll be overweight on Rondo for sure. Uh, I, I definitely like the cheaper point guards over there. And, uh, yeah, I, I like Rondo in this spot, right? He fits these up pace games. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Rondo, uh, big fan of him. And I talked about Rondo specifically as far as, you know, and green as well to some degree, because Rondo has been better at shooting threes this year, obviously not a massive sample and he's shooting more. Uh, and Milwaukee gives up more threes than any other team in the league. So, uh, and like you said, as far as the price for Rondo, he's twelve bucks on Yahoo, just two bucks above the floor. I don't mind that. He's four six on Fanduel, even four eight on DK across the board. Uh, Rondo is definitely in play. You can't just sit there and say, "Oh, I want to play all the studs." Um, yeah, I think twenty about... percent Rondo right now, D man. I'm moving that thing up right now, making sure it's more. I think that's. I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. Yeah, it's not. It's not. We're we're, we're bumping that thing up double. It's at forty right now. We might even go higher. We'll have to see. By the way, Anthony Davis will play. That has came across the timeline. 
By the way, uh, what about playing Anthony Davis? Like everybody was like sitting around like considering about LeBron today, and now Davis is in. Like people are like, oh, maybe LeBron's not as appealing, but Davis still is going to play, and he still is like eighty point ceiling. Yeah, well, I, I love him. Uh, I think in tournaments you're playing Davis over LeBron. I think that's the move. Uh, it's it's tough though between picking between the two. Uh, it's really not easy. But on uh, on Fanduel here, like my builds, like let me pull up my script right now. I got a lot of Davis. I got eighty four percent. So uh, oh, I might wow. even just lock him to be honest. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I have to. Tweak wow, what kind of salary cap do you have over there in Fanduel? You're locking everybody in that's expensive. But, I got well, Lou Williams locked. I got Ingles locked, and then uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, don't have, I don't cheap. have Giannis locked. They talked about, I mean, I'm overweight right now. But. Giannis is now the best play, I think, because, yeah. you know, the Lakers are both going to be out there at two studs. We got to step aside. We got to get out of here. This is where I would ask you for a hot take, but you already gave me one. So, um, oh, tell oh, Star Wars, we're going to see it. Yeah, tell me. Tell me oh, this, yeah, give, man. Me, give me the pitch. Uh, give you the pitch. It's freaking Star Wars, man. Go see yeah. it. I'm going Friday night at nine, I think. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to go see Star Wars. It would be good times. And, uh, yeah, dude, I- I'm going to play Fortnite tonight and play with the lightsaber. I caught a victory yesterday uh, hitting the, the <laughs> lightsaber on someone. I, I-, I killed him. It was good times. All right. No spoilers. He's Van Gone. I'm Dean. Enjoy your basketball tonight. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. We're out of here. Thank you, yeah, for sponsoring the show. Holler. Holler.